Hi, welcome to Again and On Gay. Hey, welcome. I miss you. Why are you being overly gay for? <laughs> Why not? Well, because you're doing it deliberately. Deliberately to, to, to what? To, to like, try and derail the admin. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> the admin is as follows. Um, we're about to press play on our final episode from the Edinburgh Fringe Festival with season finale of A Gay and a Non-Gay at Edinburgh 2019. Featuring Larry Dean. A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. What do you want to talk about? Um, I was just seeing this thing on Twitter about whether people wash the bottom of their plates or not. Right. Um, I just thought it was quite interesting. Like, why, that, why is that interesting? Well, it's never, it's never actually occurred to me to wash the bottom of them. <laughs> You've never washed the bottom of your plates? Not unless, they're, not unless they're actually dirty. That is disgusting. It's not, though, is it? Also, this is coming from a guy that has never washed his bum hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not never, just not like every day. No, you do. told me that you never washed your bum before. Well, you never thought to put a finger in there just to kind of clean it. I'm not getting into this again. <laughs> well, I don't want to get into your bumhole either. Your dad does. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, gays, non-gays, and everyone in between, welcome to a gay and a non-gay live from the Edinburgh Fringe Festival 2019. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. Hello, Edinburgh! How are you tonight? It's the last night of the Fringe. Woo! I thought it would never come. I'm so broken. I'm so broken. But I have washed my bum hole. <laughs> Did you wash it today? Is that one of your special days? Or? No, no, not today. When do you wash it? Just out of interest. When I feel like it's dirty. So isn't it dirty at least like once or twice a day? No, I wipe it, obviously. Yeah, when... but that's not necessarily clean, is it? Like, if I was going to rim it, then I would want it... <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just going to cut straight through it, guys. You're not, are you? No. Nobody is. How do you know? Because I do. Well, one day, you never know. Well, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be more their problem than yours, I think. But yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I have actually got really great news to kick off our podcast today. Have you? This is amazing. Um, a straight pride in the Californian city of Modesto has backfired after the amount of attendees were heavily outnumbered by counter-protesters by 200 to 20. So 20 straight people wanting a straight pride were outnumbered by 200 gay people. And straight pride guys got shut down. That is good news. Straight pride is such a load of bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Dan does I, agree. I, yeah, no, I'm I not do. throwing him at... under the bus. I'm just, so it's interesting because he's straight. So I do tend to look at you when I talk about straight things. Quite a few of these straight pride things have gone tits up, haven't they? So maybe, maybe... Tits it's... up. <laughs> <laughs> is that because you're straight? It's like tits up. If it's a gay event, it's like cocks up. <laughs> God, you guys are a rowdy crowd. That, <laughs> that was not funny. Um, yeah, no, but those are these things, those are these straight pride things have been going wrong, haven't they? So hopefully people Good. might, might I start mean, it's so stupid, isn't it? Because straight people obviously are not, you know, called sinners for being straight. They're not going to go to hell. People aren't murdering straight people. Um, I don't well, not really, for being straight, no. Not for being straight, yeah. They can travel to all of the countries of the world, mostly without being scared that they're going to be locked away. So it is a bit stupid that, that people think there should be a straight pride. Um, they yeah, don't, they don't face heterophobia, do they, in the workplace? No one's heterophobic. Is anyone heterophobic here? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, what's your name? Hello, I'm Paul. Hi, Paul. What are you most afraid of <laughs> when it comes to straight people? Boobs. Boobs. <laughs> oh. 
can relate to that, to be honest. But what about man boobs? They're okay, aren't they? Within reason. Have you ever had a moob wank? You know, where you put your... <laughs> yeah, have you ever tried to do that with a man? <laughs> no, I can't remember anything. I can't remember anything. We'll loosen you up by the end of the show, Paul. Taxi for Paul. Yeah, you're quite heterophobic, though, aren't you? Am I? Yeah. Like, whenever I say, oh, you should come out, me and my friends are out, including, like, mutual friends of ours, you're, you always find a reason not to come. Yeah. Um, is that because I'm heterophobic? Well, probably. What, like, when you're with your lads and stuff? I, I wouldn't call them that. But, yeah, when I'm but with, they are, though, aren't when they? When I'm with my friends. You all get drunk and take your clothes off and, like, wrap each other in toilet roll and pretend you're a mummy. That's what you do when, <laughs> when you're on nights out. And what was it you told me about the jukebox? You, like, lined up Cotton Eye Joe 50 times on a jukebox just so you could laugh at everyone. I didn't want to be involved in that shit. And don't you all start... You all watch porn together as well. It wasn't Cotton Eye Joe. It was, um... What was it? The one and only. Oh, Chesney Hawks. Chesney Hawks. Even yeah. worse. Yeah. Even worse. No, that was hilarious. Yeah, I, maybe I am a bit heterophobic. I don't... I mean, I'm not really. I just try and avoid situations where heterosexual men are, like, en masse. But that's, like, a safety thing, yeah. I think, rather than it... But you're safe with, like... Me and my friends. Yeah, but not really, because they'll be like, oh, yeah, how's that podcast going? You're gay, aren't you? Like, tell me about that. Like, what's it like being gay? And I'm like, I can't be fucked to have a conversation about why I'm gay and what it's like again. I have to do that with you all the time. <laughs> I don't want to have to have that conversation with a hundred other straight people that don't get it. It's I'm not sure they are. I don't think they're like that. Are they not? No, not really. It was weird the other night, actually. I met your friend Pratt. I don't know why he's called Pratt. That's his name. Well, the clues in the title. What's his actual name? Matt. Matt. <laughs> I don't know if Pratt's here, probably not, but he was here on Wednesday. He was really drunk. <laughs> he was sweet. He was telling me this really lovely story about Dan at university. I can't remember how it ended. It didn't really end, actually. It just kept going and going yeah, it kept and going. going. It was literally like a podcast. Like, can you just edit it? I think it ended with me being sick into a bush. Right. But that, I mean... That's not a metaphor. <laughs> Although that probably has happened. So uh, when we do our podcast live, we, uh, we like to do a little thing called Things Dan Can't Say. So uh, we're going to give Dan a bit of freedom to just let it out and say whatever he wants. But we all have to agree that we won't be offended. Okay? <laughs> it's time for Things Dan Can't Say. Things that Dan cannot say. Things that Dan cannot say. He's on the wrong track, baby. Things that Dan cannot say. Things that Dan cannot say. Things that Dan cannot say. He's on the wrong track, baby. Things that Dan cannot say. All right. Things Dan can't say. It's quite hard to articulate this one. <laughs> so bear with me on this. Why is gay porn so boring? And what I mean by that is, <laughs> yesterday uh, on the show, we did a feature, we had uh, Reese Nicholson on, who's Australian yeah. and, and gay. So we did a, a game of Home and Away or Gay, where he had to guess, is it a clip of Home and Away or is it a clip of a gay porn film? I mean, it's obvious from the title, isn't it? <laughs> um, so you spent quite a lot, Dan spent quite a lot of the day watching gay porn. Well, I, I spent a fair amount of time looking for like funny or quirky gay porn because previously in the week we did something with straight porn and that was so easy to find like funny straight porn clips what was it again the, the what so we had stuff from uh, the da vinci tits or something da vinci load da vinci load tits a wonderful life tits a wonderful life what was the other one uh i mean it was like honey i blew everyone yeah, we don't really do that. In the I, couldn't, I mean, I found Dawson's crack, but I couldn't actually find a clip of it. Right. And that was it. 
So in the end, I mean, I had to resort to like watching actual gay porn, hoping that something funny was going to happen, but it, it, it didn't. <laughs> so in the end, I just, I just recorded myself pretending to, <laughs> pretending to have gay sex. Because I couldn't, because I couldn't find. Uh, this is a true story. And, and, and I was moaning, James is just, we're sat in, <laughs> this is so, It is in yesterday's episode, you have it, to listen to this it. This is so stupid, but we're sat in James's room, and James is like, what are you doing? Why are you watching on escape porn? And I'm like, I'm just trying to get a bloody funny bit. Okay. And you were saying, well, there just isn't any. Well, no, gay porn's quite good, I think. I don't think it's boring. Well, why can't I find a funny clip of it? Anyway? Because we don't, we're not fucking around with storylines like in straight porn. Uh, but why? And, and straight porn's all like, oh, hey, girl, what are you doing? Oh, I was just delivering a pizza. What are you up to? Oh, I'm just fixing this like washing machine. Oh, do you want to have sex? Like, I don't think that happens in gay porn. So what happens? We just get down to it. Right. That's it. It's just straight in. There's but no do fucking never, around. Do you, never, do you never? I mean, most of the time I can I can roll with that. But do you not like now and again not think uh, I could do with some backstory. No. No. What, why do you want to... <laughs> really? Do you actually want plot? Talk me through, like, your favourite porn scenario, then. Like, what, what would a straight porn storyline be? Because obviously the one I came up with well, is that, shit. I mean, no, but that is... That's a classic one, isn't it? Is like, it? Pizza delivery guy and right. whatever. The, the guy to come and clean the swimming pool. Gardener. Yeah, that kind of stuff. No, we don't have that. And, like... I don't think we have that. I think it's literally straight in. Also, who's, who's got time to watch an entire film? No, if you don't watch the whole thing, you like, just... I'm just watching clips like on you know various different websites, they're, and they're all between five to ten, twenty minutes long. Unless it's like a compilation, in which case that can sometimes go on for like an hour. <laughs> I just leave that on in the background, uh, you know, while, while I'm doing things. Um, <laughs> but there isn't really a plot. I did see one with an Uber driver. That was probably the most plot-heavy one I've seen. And what's that? Um, he just got in the Uber and then they got off. <laughs> just pulled over and you know five fucks later you were five fucks I don't know I was trying to make a, a joke about five stars but it didn't work <laughs> you were telling me actually like years ago there's this gay porn thing where they get they pick up straight people on the road and oh the bait bus Yes, the bait bus. That is quite good, actually. You should have mentioned that yesterday. Yeah, I forgot about the bait bus. So the bait bus, if you've never seen it, I mean, is, the crazy in the title. I mean, it's quite problematic. But what happens is a really hot girl will pull over at the side of the road and be like, oh, hey, hot guy, do you want to have some money? Um, and he'll be like, yeah, sure. And she'll be like, oh, I'm going to film me giving you head and I'll pay you $20 or whatever. And he's like, sure, you're really hot. And he gets in the car and she's like, oh, but I want to blindfold you. So um, he puts the blind... She puts the blindfold on the guy. As <laughs> if I'm explaining this to you. And then... Um, I can see where it's going. And right? then basically, she'll hop off and, like, two guys will hop on and start sucking this guy off. And then, like, halfway through, he'll take off the blindfold and be like, what the fuck? And that's the bait bus. <laughs> One of my faves. <laughs> that is bad, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, he's being paid. He's being paid. <laughs> but you... I mean, it's, it's all the same, isn't it? What do you mean it's all the same? Well, you know, head. I actually, ha I have a bisexual friend and he said, I don't know why you wouldn't sleep with a girl, it's still a mouth. <laughs> I personally wouldn't, but you know, anyway, where are we? I, I don't know, you've taken us down a very dark road. <laughs> and I don't know how do to Do you want to hop in it. my van? <laughs> no, I don't. That's things Dan can't say. 
Things that Dan cannot say. Things that Dan cannot say. He's on the wrong track, baby. Things that Dan cannot say. Things that Dan cannot say. Things that Dan cannot say. He's on the wrong track, baby. Things that Dan cannot say. Oh, God. So it's the end of the fringe. Yeah. I've that... been here 25 days, um, longer than that, in fact, since like the end of July. And um, I'm kind of tired. <laughs> I've been performing every day doing a solo show. And um, it was quite difficult to like get to that point because I, st I, I started doing comedy last year. And after doing just like two weeks work in progress at the fringe, I started having like very dark thoughts because I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I like, why am I bearing my soul in front of all these people? Um, anyway, I've been a lot better this year and I'm very proud of myself for getting through a whole month. Yeah. Um, but I've had a lot of nervous poos. Right. And I don't know if you have nervous poos, but having to do them like every, every day for a month has literally been the worst. Right. Are you sure that nervous or it's just that your diet has gone to shit? So there's no, no I mean, it could be that. But basically what I'm saying is I'm now exclusively a top. <laughs> so if there are any bottoms in the room, <laughs> do hit me up. <sighs> You've become really, really lazy. What do you mean? This, so round at James's yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, is that funny? No, I know what you're going to say. After, uh, after I'd given up watching the gay porn, <laughs> I, I said to James, oh, can we just cook some food? Because I'm sick of eating takeout. And James was like, no, I want some takeaway. But I said, oh, we'll just buy some pasta. You know them like pasta parcels? You just put, put them in the pan and heat them up. And it's like some sort of nutrition. And James I, is like, oh, uh, I don't want to have to wash up. Yeah. There isn't any washing up. Well, now we know why you think that. And that's because you don't do washing up properly. <laughs> so, so I just couldn't be bothered to wash up. Like, I'm doing a lot, guys. It's really hard performing all the time. And anyway, being beautiful. We all... I mean, how much makeup do you think I have on? This is like six layers. I have about six layers on. How much are you wearing? Uh, I mean, layers am I wearing? Of, of makeup. Oh, none. Exactly. It takes a lot of effort. Can I also just say, the reason I brought that up is because Dan has only been here for eight days, maybe nine, nine. days now, and he's been moaning about how repetitive the fringe feels. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I will kill you in your sleep. <laughs> Am I wrong, though? Yeah, you've only been here for nine days. That's barely even a week. It's just over a week. That's yeah. nothing. Well, Try doing it every day. <laughs> I don't want to do it every day. Nine, nine days is enough. Anyway... We ordered KFC to James's flat, and then they didn't give us any f knife and fork, so James had to then get a fork from the kitchen, and he was then moaning because he had to wash up I a fork. I did not moan about washing up a you fork. Did. I didn't. You did. I washed the fork, okay? <laughs> this is so boring. I'm what? not convinced that you did. I think you I threw did, it away. No, I did not. I would never throw a fork away. I care about the climate too much. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone a fan of Snoop Dogg? <laughs> You might be after this. He's been on the radio this week uh, saying that he wishes women <laughs> would wear, um, wear more clothes and dress more dignified. Let's play the video. This is what he said this week. Because I'm tired of seeing girls shaking their booties and showing their titties and feeling like they got to, you know, show their ass. You can be something different. Use your mind. Like, cover your body up. Let a man have some imagination and think and be like one of them women in the, in the, in the office up in there. Change some shit around this motherfucker. Do that. Be one of those women up in the office up in here. <laughs> if we press next, we can just remind ourselves who Snoop Dogg is. Uh, that's Snoop Dogg in one of, his, <laughs> one of his famous porn films. It's really weird. I think it's because he's probably got kids now. So he's gone, oh shit, 
especially if he's got daughters, he'll be like, oh shit. <laughs> like that wasn't very nice. Things. Is that what happens to like lads then? They're like follow lad culture until they have a child and then suddenly they're like, oh shit, I shouldn't be acting like a prick. I guess, I, yeah, I, I guess so. I guess once you have a kid, it's like right, right in front of you, isn't Are it? Are you gonna have like, a kid? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, Edinburgh, are you ready for our guest tonight? <laughs> I am so excited. This guy is hot and hilarious. Please welcome Glasgow's own Larry Dean. <laughs> hey, girl. Uh, how you guys? Do you like your walking good. music? I did. I love Abba Man. Yeah. I know my accent doesn't all of our man, Ooh. but... Uh, well, hold on, the microphone's not working. Are we all good, Ryan? Were they expecting a different voice? <laughs> <laughs> I could change the accent if you... And then, that, is that better? Is that Honest. better? We're very relaxed here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is that better? Is that Could you speak? Hello, my name's Larry. Hi. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> um, I never know what to say when they do a mic so Sorry, change. Larry, we're going to bring you... What did you have for breakfast? And then you're just like, oh, no, now everybody's judging me when I'm listing off. <laughs> Tablet and I am brew. Um, <laughs> how are you doing, pal? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, cheers, man. Oh, no good. one's called me a pal before. <laughs> uh, what's happening, buddy? <laughs> special friend. What's that? Oh. <laughs> am I a special... You know, that's what my dad calls boyfriends to me. He yeah, special. Special friends, oh, yeah. My parents quite... just call mine the phase. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the special. My my, my grand does the the special. You know, how is your special? friend? She's not a ghost, but how is your how is your special friend? Um, but I, I usually get the special friends. At least they're saying special. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, at least it's, it's something nice. They're not though, are they? <laughs> Yo, we don't want to. You don't exactly want your, your grand to go, how's your bum buddy? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love my grand to do that, man. I'd be fucking built up. <laughs> how's your bum buddy, Larry? <laughs> <laughs> Have you been called hot and hilarious before? Hot and hilarious. Uh, oh, I couldn't even say it. Uh, I know, it's a bit of a weird thing to say. Hot and hilarious. No, yeah. You've just got an amazing skin tone. About really? you. Has anyone ever said that to you? What, because it's pale as fuck? It could be that. There's just something, like, really glossy about you. Oh, no, because I was on holiday, man. I was in California, so, like, at the moment, I, I don't think it's glossy, it's sweaty. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's weird. California is weird, man, because I began to get a tan, because uh, I've never been to California before. I've never had so many white people call me white boy because of how pale I was compared to everyone. Everyone thought it was, like, my last holiday. Um <laughs> <laughs> so, I've started making an effort of like trying to not look so ill because right. people are genuinely worried. Are you putting the holiday skin on? Uh, pre well, no, I'm not putting like because uh, some people have like, oh, going on, oh, put tan and kind of moisturizer in, but I'm now moist because there's a few comics by the way that are like pretty well, not old, but they're older than you'd think. And uh, I asked them, I was like, how do you look so young? And they kind of they drink, they smoke and stuff, and I just I moisturize every day. And I was like, all right, cool, I'll start doing that then. Hi. <laughs> You, could, you should do that. <laughs> I, should, I was just about to say, how do you create that impression? Um, I moisturise every day. Okay. I also wear sun cream as much as I can because I'm so pale and ginger. Is it Factor 50? Yeah. Oh, my, I couldn't At do it because my dermatologist... That's right, I've got a dermatologist. Uh, my dermatologist... Oh, my God, who are you? I know. It's, it's, it's in the past few months, I've embraced... Uh, I think it's ever since... Watch, I've started watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and ever since I started watching that, I was thinking, I want to be fabulous as well. Um, so, <laughs> Um, but I, I, my dermatologist like you should always be a factor fifty, and I was, I was like, no, I need to have a bit of sun because I don't want to be that pale. Right. Like, what, what age are you? If you don't mind me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 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 Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Take a guess, Larry. Twenty. 
We'll go with that. <laughs> I'll take it. Okay, cool. Is that all right? And what is your, are you? What, what do you think I am? 40. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 20, 25. Wow, um, I've completely fucked you off. No, I. No, no, I'm very. <laughs> oh my God, I'm very happy. Yeah, we're, we're extremely happy with that, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. How old are you? Um, uh, tw- 29. 29. Okay. Why did I stammer there? Tw- 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 29. <laughs> it's been a long 29 years. Um, yes, 29. I think I look 29, no? No, you look about 26, I think. Thank you. I think so. I, w- I was more generous to you, but never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when are you 30? When am I thought? Uh, December. Are you, are you excited? Uh, not really, I've because uh, I'm seeing someone at the moment, and uh, he was like, "Oh, do I go on holiday with my family?" And I went, "Oh, uh, yeah, that sounds good." And then, um, and he was, <laughs> and then he was like, "I was like, what date?" And then he said, "December the 13th I was like, "Oh, that's actually my birthday." And then I was like, "Where are we going?" Thinking it'd be something like Thailand, Greece, something really nice. He was like, "Oh, Butlins." I was like, "Great." <laughs> what? <laughs> Is it one of those like 80s weekenders or something? I think it probably is. I've never actually been to... Oh, no, I did a gig at Butlins. Yeah, that didn't go well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I forgot about it there. Um, it's just a bunch of old pricks just staring at us, going, oh, God, Scotland was different in my day. They didn't have gays. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, gay was invented in Scotland only a few years ago. Um, <laughs> aye, it's, it's strange, though, because now uh, I even find with audience members and stuff, like Scottish audience members, they, they love the gays, man, now. Like, yeah, not ov- obviously not everywhere in Scotland, but it tends to be since like uh, like I think it's when England it was the thing of England become more right wing Scotland as soon as just go oh no no we love them you know we've always loved them yeah because <laughs> I, I did a bombing joke today right and because uh, five stars the Guardian I did a bombing joke today though and and then the the audience laughed and then I did a joke about Celtic against Rangers like uh, like uh, the, the old divide and then um, and then some of the audience members booed and I was just like the, the big rough guys I was like I love for you were like no no just bum a man just leave Rangers Football Club alone <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend had her 30th at Butlins all oh, right. She's a lot older than me. All oh, right. <laughs> she actually is. She actually is. You know, she's also the producer of this podcast and will hear this. Is she? Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I hope she had a wonderful birthday. Please be kind to me in the edit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what? So like a, a couple of years ago, you broke up with your boyfriend two weeks before the Fringe started. This was last year. And then you had to yeah. rewrite the show two weeks beforehand. Yeah. How the hell did you do that? Um, I just kept all the jokes the same and then just had a wee sad bit in the middle. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was that was so hectic, like, um, and because changing the sh- changing the show was actually it wasn't too difficult because it was like about half. Because even when you talk about your other half, you're always going to have positives and negatives. And I was really positive about him because the show was about how much I loved him. And then when we broke up, I still loved him, so it was still easy to be positive. But then uh, also he helped me kind of like. Uh, we still talked and stuff after we broke broke up, which wasn't probably a good idea. And then uh, we got back together after, uh, like, after the festival, but a few weeks after the festival, because we kind of began to feel like, oh man, we don't like not we're not good without each other. Um, and then so we stayed together for about 
or probably about well until May this year, and then he decided to break up with me again. And then, um, but yeah, that was great. <laughs> um, and um, <laughs> this is why I do jokes. I don't want to say my real emotions. And then, um, <laughs> um, but I enjoy your girlfriend. Uh, they, <laughs> um, but I so then I had to change the show again. So that's the show. The show changed three times, man. And uh, I, I, I'm not usually one to bear my my heart out on a like a, on stage and that. And I didn't really. I wasn't like me going on stage like on my knees. He's been like, oh, why did he leave me? Um, but it's, uh, I kind of went on a bit of, well, you do after a breakup anyway, you go on an emotional trip because like one day you'll be crying the next day like oh I don't need a man in my life anymore and next day you're straight and then you go back and then it's all kind of like <laughs> but you're with someone new now yeah three months after we broke I broke up with my uh, well he broke up with me the Luke guy and uh, yeah so it's yeah I know, yeah I know um, it's wait oh he's, he's so hot and um, 22 as well which I didn't think was too young for me until I realised that he doesn't even know what Orange Wednesdays were yeah. <laughs> Bye. No, he's great. It was I because I, I really went through the thing of my ex like uh, cheated on us and lied to us and stuff like that. And the second time round, and when I went on a date with this uh, this guy, he bought me a present for our first date. It was like a wee joke because we'd had a text conversation and in joke. Second date, he like made me dinner and stuff, and he was really upfront about how uh, he felt and stuff. And it's kind of rare now to meet somebody that doesn't do games. So having somebody be really honest and that, I was like, oh, cool, you're not lying to me. Well, he maybe is. He's probably getting pumped right now. Who knows? But... <laughs> that was very relatable and upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who knows? You can never trust him. You can't, no, I know, and they don't, and they don't like it when you track their phone and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird, that, isn't it? I know, it's odd. It's yeah, really it's it. like, why, why can I not just stare at this phone all day? Um, why has he, why has he got a phone? He shouldn't have a phone. Um, <laughs> we could share a phone. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I seem to try. It's only been like how long have we been going out? About a month and a half, two months. Yeah, so it's still fun. What's that show um, uh, with the guy? That's, that's so bleak. Um, it's still fun. It's still, still fun. fun. It's still yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's still okay. Okay, five, I watched four, that show. three, two. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched that show with a man uh, who's like he owns a bookshop in New York I've forgotten the name of it now and, oh. and he keeps the women in the, the dungeon yeah, and the takes away their phone and stuff what's that called again? You, you. I watched that show You <laughs> for the edit and uh, I really related to him which is so scary yeah. but so many of the things he was doing I was like yeah I wish I could do that what yeah. like keeping women downstairs in not women obviously men but <laughs> otherwise yeah otherwise yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could read uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah this is so you don't read books uh, oh, you did read that Garden I did review. read the Garden. Bastard. It was horrible. Um, <laughs> but it's fine. He doesn't no, read books No, it was fine. It was three stars. It was okay. It was just a weird... Because I do, I, I do read um, um, people's profiles. I read... Uh, the, I've read books before. Um, and Because <laughs> 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 yeah, there's pamphlets and stuff at STD clinics. <laughs> no, but I've read, I read before. But it was because it, it was just part of a joke. It was because I had a joke about shitting yourself and when you pack your bag, you kind of think, oh, when... Uh, like, you think when's the last time I shot myself because you pack more underpants and then you pack a book to go on your holiday and then you think you know what I actually the last time I shot myself was probably closer than the last time I read a book <laughs> <laughs> and that was it but then he took it that I didn't read and that I was proud of I'm like no I do read sometimes but, uh, but I, I'm not I think it's a good impression of the well not a good impression it's the right impression that I'm not particularly arty farty 
Yeah. Arty Farty. Arty Farty. And um, I, but yeah, so it was an odd gig anyway to get reviewed on because that day a woman had an epileptic fit in the front row and she fell on the floor. I thought she was drunk and I started making fun of the situation. Oh my God. <laughs> exactly. Then the guy went, oh no, she's got epilepsy. And I was like, okay. And then I went, tell you what, I'll go get help. And he went, no, no, it's okay. Carry on. <laughs> And I was like, okay. So I carried on while everybody's like looking over to see what's happening. And then uh, they went, oh, actually, can you stop? Because an ambulance is coming. An ambulance came, paramedics came. And then they went, you know what? Jenny, a paramedic said to me, went, you can continue now. We've got everything under control. So how could you possibly go on and start talking again? Then he said, actually, come off. It's more serious than we thought. So I had to go on and off stage three times, I think it was. Three encores, not bad. But then... Um, <laughs> But then, yes, the show ended up lasting an hour and 45 minutes. And at the end, she was absolutely fine. I was in a worse state than her, probably. And uh, but she was absolutely fine. But then the review came out the next day of going, oh, I didn't link up very well. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just this kind of stuff that happens. Are you joking? Yeah, it was just, it's, it's, it, a few reviewers came that day, but that was the only one that actually reviewed it. The other right. ones were like, oh, f- can't review that. That's nice of them. Yeah. Well, weirdly, yeah, it was kind of... But I don't know, it's weird. I was kind of thought, um, it was odd going out afterwards to see if she was alright because I've never had to do that in a gig before and she was apologetic she was so fucking lovely she was a wee apologetic she was like oh, I'm so I'm like as if you can help it no worries at all it's absolutely fine she was going I'm so sorry I'll come back and I'm like well maybe don't come back <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the Guardian should have given you five stars for dealing with that that's, ah, that's no, very no, cool that's absolutely fine it's alright um, I don't want the, the Guardian readers to come to my gig <laughs> <laughs> um, you did a bit of stand up about gay conversion therapy Oh yeah, the uh, the pray the gay away camps. Yeah, I um, yeah, I, I I looked it up before because I what was it? it was like I was in Dubai at the time, uh, and uh, when I was in Dubai, I saw that there was pray the gay away camps and stuff like that. Like uh, not advertised, whatever. I don't, I don't even know if it was in Dubai, but it was when I was there. I started researching because I was like, it was the first time I'd ever been in a country that was actually illegal to be gay. So I looked it up, and then I found the thing about the Kingsley scale and all that, uh, which is like one they measure you one to six of how gay you are. Um, and uh, and I was a bit like, well, who would actually measure something one to six? Because usually when you measure something, it's one to five or one to ten. So <laughs> then I'm just thinking, well, what must have happened is it was one to five, and then somebody's actually turned up. <laughs> and they were just so gay. Well, I think, oh, my God, the guys are six. <laughs> That's why it's the number of the beast. <laughs> so, it's strange. I've never, I've never even met anyone that's been to... I've had people, like, who pretended to be straight even though they were definitely gay and they knew they were gay but they were so worried about telling their religious family that they were gay so they were almost just a bit like oh I'll just pretend for a bit longer so but I've never actually had any of my mates go to do you know any of the conversion camps have you he's done it you did the conversion camp but we both did it cool and and you're you're the success story are you <laughs> we um we just recently did a documentary with Radio One about gay conversion therapy. And we went to Northern Ireland. Long story short, it doesn't work. Um, but we uh, yeah we wanted to work out what was going on there and stuff. So we met this guy called Mike who does conversion therapy, and oh it was it got shit got really real. Fucking hell! Is it like is it like the kind of quote from Peter Pan like anything's possible if you just wish hard enough? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like did they? Well, obviously it wouldn't be like med, they do med med. No, so he med? just does talking therapy to people. Oh. Um, that have an unwanted same-sex attraction.
session. All right. And he'll basically sit you down and talk through like what happened. So he, he wants to know if there's any like he thinks that being gay is triggered by like a past trauma. Basically. Oh, okay, cool. So, so it's not like you can't. You, he doesn't think you can be born with it. He thinks that, like, it's triggered by like traumatic events. Yeah. Oh yeah. So is there anything traumatic that made you gay? I always thought like, is uh, my mum? We genuinely said to she was like, as soon as you are born, I could tell you are gay. Really? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, did I come out with my hand on my hip or something? <laughs> <laughs> the sassy emoji. <laughs> No, well, I always thought, like, because uh, when I, I talked about it in my last show of, like, because me and my brother have always been opposites, and my brother ended up becoming a priest, and I was like, I don't think there's such a thing as nurturing homosexuality, but if there was, I'd love to think my brain went, oh, he's a priest, right, let's start sucking cock, guys. <laughs> Just to wind them up. But I don't think, um, I don't know, I remember even my first gay dream. When I was five, I dreamt that I gave uh, another guy a hug with his top off. Oh. I know, weirdly, that was, weirdly that's still the gayest dream I've ever had. <laughs> I actually remember a similar thing at school when I was maybe like six or seven. I just remember thinking a guy at school was very cool. Like I yeah. really liked him. I'd never spoken to him. And I think now as an adult, I look back at that thought and recognize it as thinking someone is like attractive or like fancying them. Yeah. But when you're a child, you obviously don't have those thoughts, but it was a similar kind of I, seed, yeah. Do you not even see that now of like, when you see a group of like guys hanging out together of like six or seven, and they're almost like pack animals, like and um, <laughs> But you always see one that idolizes the alpha male. And then I always think, ah, I think you, have got some gay feelings going on there yeah and usually that's where you take out Grindel and find the blank profile <laughs> <laughs> I love that find the egg exactly welcome um, to the community my friend <laughs> we all fancy the alpha male <laughs> we bow down and bo bob our heads um, so <laughs> 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 your, your coming out stories your parents is amazing thanks mate yeah the um, when I told my parents and then my my Dad handed my mum ten pounds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was an odd one because I told, uh, and I, I think my mum fucking lied about it because basically uh, I <laughs> I did tell my mum before that happened, and she went, "Well, you're still quite young, so tell you what, just let me know again at some point whenever you want to talk about it again." Uh, and I think that's when I was like fourteen, and then I came out again like proper when I was twenty three. And then, so I, my mum already kind of knew, and I bet you, as soon as I said when I was 14, she made the fucking bet with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Just because she got inside information on it. But I only came out when I had a boyfriend, because I thought, well, I'll share the blame. Um, <laughs> just in case. When did you come out? Oh. Uh, I was 23, so you might... I, no, I was way younger than that. Have I you was, come out yet? I came out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> uh, I came out... As a top, like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I came out to my mum when I was oh, like 13 or something. It's really young. It's always a mum that you, uh, well, usually the women. That you yeah. Before. Yeah, it's like the it's like an instinctual ally. Oh my God, true story. I didn't come out to my dad. My mum had to find, and my mum had to tell him. And then <laughs> when we were, we were in the car once and my dad was really angry with me and he doesn't really get angry. And I was like, why are you being so weird? And he said, um, I'm really fucked off that every Tom, Dick and Harry knows you're gay, except your own father. Oh. I know, isn't that sweet? I was like, actually, Dad, I've had sex with Tom, Dick and Harry. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think he was about to tell me once that he'd nearly had a gay experience, but I shut him down. 
<laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to hear that. Yeah, I've I've had, I've had family members say, "Oh, actually, you know, in my day, I was like, no, 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 stop." <laughs> I'm like, Uncle, if you tell me you you were gay at one point, I will resign from gay. <laughs> I was just coming out as a top as well. I, I'm, I had a conversation with my boyfriend about that. Really? Cause it, yeah, because I, I joked about it with the postman post box thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then. <laughs> <laughs> I, what's that? What's that? I just say, I just said say, say to a guy in the audience, I go, I just you know I'm a postman, not a post box, so I'm a top, not a. It means you're posting bottom. rather than receiving. But then postmen don't post. Do they not? Yeah. So actually, it doesn't make sense. Who posts? Who posts? Well, you post. Yeah. Oh, true. But you can't really do. It. <laughs> so it wouldn't make sense. Would but it? they technically do post through your letterbox. They repost, don't they? Okay. Yeah, but anyway. you can't exactly go like, oh, I'm a member of the, the public, uh, not a postbox. So wait, you were having a conversation with your boyfriend about being the postman or the postbox? Yeah, because he's a, well, because like... Uh, Is he a postman? Uh, yeah, he's a he's a postman as well, and um, <laughs> and so because lo most people are fascinated by it, and because then because the, the conversation about bottom shaming, and I get that, and I've, I've never like I, I wouldn't you know ever consider myself as ever bottom shaming somebody at all, um, but then if any, I'm bottom worshiping if anything, um, <laughs> obviously I don't yeah I can't get enough of you guys man I love it, um, but then uh, so I, I ended up going out with this this other top, and my mates all my straight mates are fascinated by it. Because you've all heard the postman post box thing, and they just they call him the po uh, they're like, oh, I'll call you happy. You've got a, you, are you enjoying your post box? Wink, wink. Oh. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh no, he's, he's a he's a top as well. And they go, what? How does that work? And uh, it's kind of it's like negotiations I'm going through at the moment. It's, it was like Brexit negotiations. Uh, right. Because <laughs> if he wants to do it, he's going to have to give me thirty billion pounds. But <laughs> <laughs> so he's got no backstop. He's got a backstop. Got a backstop. <laughs> You've both got a literal clear backstop. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I might. I, I was thinking of trying the the. But the only way. I, oh god, don't edit this out. Um, oh, it's live, isn't it? No, no. It's that, well, this, it, this is. Oh, this is. Yeah, live. these people are here. We can't edit them out. Let's all keep a secret, guys. <laughs> so I was talking to my wife about it. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, because I can't do it because I've got hemorrhoids and that, and I'd just be excruciating. Oh my god, do you want that edited out? Uh, oh, you know what, actually, fuck it. Keep no, because it this is my issue with the nervous poos since being at the fringe. Like, I've had to convert to being a top because it's just it's a mess. I'm just eating so bad. This is gross. This is gross. <laughs> it's, like, yes. it's really horrible. But I'm Welcome normally, to real gay culture. Normally, yeah, this is like <laughs> serious problems. We should talk about this stuff though. We don't talk about it oh, enough. Yeah. Well, the, the hemorrhoid thing is just like, I, I need to get rid of it and uh, I'll get around to it at some point. Like, my doctor was like, I said, should I get them removed? And my doctor said, Larry, it's now got to the stage that the hemorrhoids will be getting you removed. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I, I, would, I would definitely bottom if it wasn't for that but it's like you know nobody wants to fuck someone that's crying so <laughs> right you're gonna have to edit that no. <laughs> yeah that was hard. really dark yeah, yeah. that's definitely going <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean you, were, you were, James was saying yesterday he's quite into that weren't you <laughs> no I wasn't well, you, you were quite into the one that's crying whilst getting which, what are you talking about? <laughs> don't, oh, for God's sake. You're going to have to remind me because I've lost. You said it in front of just as many people. What so did I say? Don't, don't now pretend that No, did I just say that I like. You said you like getting like disrespected. Oh, I said, yeah, that's not crying. <laughs> I just said that I like a man to disrespect me. Oh, right. So you know. do, you like, do you like to call them like. Ma I've had people like want me 
call me master and shit like that. Oh, I haven't gone that far. Yeah, I know. Master. Like, What's that like? Fucking a butler. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the, the talking no, stuff. It's just I like a man. I just want a man to like spit on me. That's it. Oh, I like them to pretend I'm not even there. <laughs> I don't when they talk and stuff. Or when they the spit thing. Oh, I don't. They, when they ask me to spit on them, I'm like, oh, are you sure? I had a tuna sandwich. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, it's a no. <laughs> Can you sit on me, Larry? Actually, I've got hemorrhoids. Um. <laughs> it is so awful, isn't it? There's like a lot of um, there's a lot of admin to be had with gay sex. There's a lot to go through. Well, yeah, I mean the douching thing. Uh, yeah. like, I didn't realise that douching was quite middle class because I went out. Of a, oh, really? Yeah, I went out for Ned for a bit, and then they didn't know. And Ned is a child if you're from England, and uh, so I went out one of them, and uh, a gay Ned man is quite a rare. <laughs> Thing. This is brilliant. I felt like I was shagging a snow leopard. <laughs> he had no idea what a, what a douche was, and it's a weird thing to explain. Like, cause my my other ex, Luke, he was uh, middle class, and he he douched very good. Uh, he, douched, <laughs> he douched very good. Good job, son. <laughs> but honestly, his bum was so clean, you'd swear it was ready to perform surgery. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, I've I've never I've never actually I've got one of those hoses though, like I've got oh a, like a shower attachment. Yeah, and it's great, man. But I, I just I don't know. It's like it's, I'm preparing for something that probably won't happen in a very long time. It's like it's like having a bunker in case there's a nuclear war. Um, <laughs> Bye. So it's um, it keeps. I mean, never say never. You might get rid of that backstop. Hopefully, if there's a doctor in the audience, if we could chat after. <laughs> Actually, my, my mate's a doctor, right? Well, my mate's girlfriend's a doctor, right? And she was at his gig, and uh, and she was like, uh, we chatted about my hemorrhoids and that, right? And then she said to she goes, <laughs> I absolutely loved it, man. She's so funny. She she goes, uh, right, well, my first thing I'd recommend is stop having anal sex. And I went, oh, actually, I've never had anal sex. And then she goes, huh. Maybe try anal sex. <laughs> oh my god! Over to you, Dan. Over to me. What for anal yeah, sex? Anal sex. Try try anal sex. Uh, well, um, just uh, I'm alright actually. I do not understand why straight men ignore that there's a thing there though. Well, you do you know, not like a, like a finger up the bum when you're getting a blowjob? <laughs> so I've realised I just mumbled all that to get. Do you not like a finger up the bottom when you're getting a? What, I don't know. Give it. A, I'd give it a try, man. Like, um, I reckon it's, <laughs> it's worth it. I well, think. a girlfriend's it's listening it. to this. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, she's not listening. This is a voice inside of her head. Put your finger up his butt. Um, you mentioned the. Uh, <laughs> you mentioned that Ned is a chav, right? And there's quite a lot of Scottish words that that Dan and I don't know. So we were hoping you might translate some Scottish isms for us. Okay, cool. And for I'll, the, I'll try. I might get some of them. I've found myself on occasion looking up Urban Dictionary just to see. I was like, oh, what words are that they meant? Oh, it means that they don't want to see me again. Um, but they, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll try my best. Okay, you ready? So what we wanted to do, because this is like the last uh, last few minutes of our run at the Fringe, I wanted to come up with a, a, a game that we could play. And I came up with those suggestions, but James vetoed all of them. Yeah. Um, One of them was Dean or Dane. <laughs> i give you a name of a person. You've oh. got to tell me whether they work at university or not. <laughs> He didn't, One, he didn't like that. One um, of them was no Dean Brexit. Yeah. I really liked that, but I couldn't come up with a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond the title. But if you want to be your stand-up show next year... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, call no, it no Dean Brexit. I'll um, take 20%. And the, the other idea was Dan or Dean. We asked the crowd who's funnier, Dan or Larry Dean. 
I think we know the answer before playing that game. <laughs> so yeah, James vetoed all of those. So instead, we just want you to translate some Scottish, <laughs> Scottish Magic, cool. for I'll, us. I'll translate it for you. <laughs> okay, so first up is Yamal's Yamal's a beetroot. Your mom's a beetroot. Uh, so that means your mom is a, a beetroot. Well, I, I don't even. I know it's a type of fruit or something, but <laughs> it's a vegetable. It's a vegetable. Tomato, tomato. Uh, they, I, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I generally don't know why. Does anyone know people. what beetroot is? It's like I think it might just be one of those words of like when you call someone like a plum. It just means they're a bit stupid or like, oh, uh, like a bit mad, a bit dumb. Yeah, and like when you call someone a dough ball, you know what? You know, it just <laughs> you call people dough balls. Oh my god, amazing! You just mean something stupid. I've never like, heard of that before. It's like, well, it's a good word when you can't actually swear. Swear, so you just kind of just go. Oh, I'll just call you because you can call anybody anything. It sounds like a bit of an insult. I guess that's true. Actually. Ah, you're pure glass. You know what I mean? It just feels <laughs> like a, a dough ball. Um, okay, so next I got, one. I got called a pamphlet. I was like, that's brilliant. Did you? Yeah, that yeah. Great. <laughs> that's quite camp, actually. Is that, yeah, sort of yeah. gay, is that a new gay slur? Uh, aye, the guy, said, the guy went, oh, no, to be fair, he was going, oh, you'll see he's not camp. He looks like a right pamphlet to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Boris Brims with Spraff. No, does anyone know what Spraff is? All right, cool. Spraff. Why? Shite's even. Shite's a smaller word than Spraff. So it just means shit. Aye. He talks talk shit. shit. It's quite similar to spaff, which is our joint favourite word probably in this podcast. Spaff. Spaff. Spaff, which means come. <laughs> so is I thought that, that was an, Boris that is brimming with spaff. Do you not have that? Do you not, <laughs> do you not, do you not have spaff in Scotland? Oh, I don't know. I usually just call it man muck. Oh. <laughs> uh, next. Aaron uh, Bailyahid, you fucking roaster. You're welcome. For the Scottish on accent. Boil your head, you fucking roaster. Well, a roaster is like a, a, a an idiot, like a, a kind of usually a bit of a yeah. Terrible. Yeah, don't yeah, my man, <laughs> my man. Yeah, this guy's gonna be Scottish by the end of the hour. Um, by boil uh, your head is I don't know. Is that like lower your head? Do you know that that one? Yeah, yeah, get lost, you're being stupid. This guy should be on the board. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next like, one is. I'm not even Scottish. How are you, Tuma Banger? You know what? You can put any phrase up in Scottish or Glaswegian and it pretty much means fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All the ones nobody ever goes, oh, you know the, the words, oh, can I please have a cappuccino? It's always like, it's always something to go to fuck off. True man, you're banger. I've no idea, to be honest, man. Love it. We've got a couple more. We'll just whip through. I think knowing Dean Briggs, it would have been a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one is Fandan, which Fandan. you named your show. Yeah, yeah. It means uh, three stars, The Guardian. No, it means... <laughs> 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 Fandan just means a bit of a fanny. It's a bit of a... Um, yeah, just a bit of a stupid person. Right, okay. um, I. But then loads of English people are like, oh, is it short for Fandango? And yeah. it's like, yeah, that's what we would call a bit of a fanny. <laughs> <laughs> I also wanted to play a game called Do the Fandango. Do the fa- I don't even know what fa- when people were saying no Fandango, I was actually like, I don't even know what fucking Fandango is. Have you not heard Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah. Well, in do that the Fandango. Goes, do the Fandango, yeah. Oh, but then that's the bit that all, like, he's like pure singing gibberish and all that. So yeah. I was like, oh, maybe it's just the only rhyme he could think of or yeah, whatever. Was it, so is it a dance? Is it what? Is it a dance? A dance. D- oh my god. <laughs> A dance. a dance. He said dance, darling. Is it, is it a dance? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said dance. What do you mean, is it a dance? Oh, the dance, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did 
didn't. I, I was thinking Queen. I wasn't thinking the right. right. Oh, no, oh um, no. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I think it's something like that. I don't know. Doesn't anyone find you, my wife's <laughs> friend? <laughs> what is it? No oh, something they do down in England. Um, cool. I don't know. I, I think. Well, do the. F- what's the, what's the lyrics? Let, let's listen to it. Go. <laughs> I'm assuming it'll be our dance. It sounds quite funny. It does sound like a, a, fa- a fanny dance, maybe. I actually saw that once at a really? box nightclub. Oh uh, wow! Did you? Yeah, I, I fuck. I didn't stay in there very long. Twenty-three pound for a gin and fucking tonic. Fuck yeah, that. yeah. that's in London. It's, uh, the Soho uh, bo- the, called the Box, and it's weird because it's like uh, it's like cabaret seating, but it's a nightclub, so everyone's dancing and stuff. And then all of a sudden, the music stops, lights go dark, and then it just goes onto the the lights go onto the stage, and a woman just went out dressed up as a vagina. And she started poking herself while the music was doing all the moans, and she was doing a dance. I was like, "Cool, that is a good fanny dance." <laughs> That's a fandango. Um, please give a huge round of applause to Larry Dean for joining us tonight. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Oh wait, is there anything we need to plug? Do you have anything to plug? Do you have a tour or anything? No. Okay. <laughs> I've, cool. I've, I've got a boyfriend anyway, so I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off. All right, show fun. off. Uh, so um, yeah, just uh, just add me on Instagram or First something. Club. You know, good to have insurance policies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, hilarious! Guys, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for being here tonight, Edinburgh. <laughs> give it up for your good selves. Also, I want to give a massive, massive shout to Ryan at the back, who's been doing our tech for nine days in a row, um, and we've just been like throwing shit at him and giving him abuse, and he's taken it. So once more <laughs> <Yeah>. for Ryan. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. And thank you for Down the Belly as well. And that's our show. Thanks so much for coming. If you've never listened before, check it out on Spotify, iTunes, every Wednesday. We've recorded nine shows here at The Fringe. I really want to cry, but I'm on antidepressants and they're sort of blocked the tears. (laughs) It's really annoying. If anyone wants to just disrespect me on the way out, (laughs) I'd really enjoy that. I mean it, I'd really enjoy the crying. Um, Have a lovely night, everyone. Get home safely. Thanks for coming. Love you. Bye. Come and see a gay and a non-gay live. Head to gaynongay.com for tickets.